2: Hey, it's Cavino
1: and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best
2: tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension. Just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive.
1: Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Welcome to the show. You clapping for yourself? I am. Ass clapping. Getting oh. in the mood. Getting in the zone. I've been working on that. I'm Steve Cavino. Hello. That is Rich Davis. What are you, Lizzo? CNR on FSR. Welcome to Fox Sports Radio. Right. Shout out to the iHeartRadio app. Please subscribe to our podcast. Look up Cavino and Rich wherever you stream your podcast, SXM 83, wherever you are, whoever you are.
2: Thanks for joining us on this Uh, TBT. Did you do your homework? Did everyone watch Facing Nolan? We'll get to that. Uh, We're going to talk about Tom Brady and Giselle. Is this not the first time things have gone wrong because because of foosball, because of football? We'll get to that. And uh, why tonight? Don't overpromise. Is such a must-win for the Denver Broncos. Thursday night football. It's a must-win. I mean, if you don't know why, you should know why, but we'll so get a, to that. So it's a must-win for the Broncos, but
1: it, is it a must-watch for anybody other than the Broncos fans? Well, uh, if you
2: like horses, <laughs> <coughs> Colts and Broncos.
1: <laughs> other than that, no. I don't. I, uh, we don't have any horse sound effects? We not, do, I but yours I are better look for them. Yours yeah, I like the more... Real ones. It's like old school radio when they would make the effects in the studio. Spot, where's your uh, tap shoes? Well, anyway, Spotty's here. Danny G is here. Ramos, hey. Brian Finley, and you. The collective you and you Darvish is listening.
2: Thank you for being here. Ah, again, Cavino and Rich. Yeah. Hey. I know you're not a fan. I don't want to uh I don't want any I don't want any good wishes for you, Darvish, this weekend. Yeah, he
4: blew it when he was a dodger, too.
2: Oh man. I if you know what? It's uh you never know which guy's going to show up. You Darvish is one of those guys that could look lights out or look pedestrian. And I'm hoping we get to second when he plays the Mets on Friday. Game one of the NL wildcard round. You know what? I, before we even get into what we want to start with, which is uh, it's National Coaches Day. So shout out to all the coaches out there. Shout out to Craig T. Nelson. Oh my God. What a We have a coach
4: on our staff. Ramos is a coach.
1: Ramos. Coach Ramos. What's he, a vocal coach?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I actually coached high school softball. No, way. 15 years, yeah.
2: Get out. I didn't know that.
5: And a a vocal coach. Oh, Ah, and that as well,
2: right? Oh, you should have
4: heard him singing Two Worlds Collide in here (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Oh, he loves Survivor. So
2: we'll talk coaches in. Just a second, but I wanted to bring up something that I have heard no one talk about because everyone's busy talking about Russell Wilson tonight. Everyone's busy talking about Tom Brady and his divorce, but are we about to enter year one of one of the best weekends of sports? This is the first year we're doing the three game wild card. And a lot of times people talk about, oh, March madness, or this weekend's great. You got, we have, is this a new Rich Davis declaration? Well, I, I think we're not realizing that have, moving forward in our lives. We have some sort of fanfare we could play. <laughs> moving forward in our lives. Hear ye, hear ye! I declare the first weekend of October, <laughs> which is by my, by the way, my birthday weekend. So uh, not only that, we'll celebrate. Maybe that's why you're extra amped about it. No, think I. It's did, all about you. No, I just yeah. think that uh, more ac- reason to celebrate. Quite the opposite. Get, I, get the cake, I Dan. have. Uh, I'm not a big birthday guy, and I'm. I'm I, I find that odd when guys talk about their own birthdays oh, like you do, Macavino. Like yeah. He has a month. It's it's a a special doesn't, day. Doesn't have yes. a day. Doesn't have a week. He has a month. Be, I, I truly don't really care about my birthday. But first weekend of October, moving forward, for the foreseeable future, we're going to have four wildcard games a day. College football on Saturday. NFL football on Sunday. It's pretty action-packed. When you look at how the Major League Baseball spread these games out, they ga- the games start tomorrow morning out here on the West Coast, 9 a.m. So, based on
1: yesterday's conversation about managing expectations in your relationships, it would have been to your benefit to take your woman out to dinner earlier this week. This weekend. Or tonight. This weekend is all... Oh, man. It depends if you're watching Thursday Night Football.
2: You could skip the Broncos Colts, if it means watching Wild Card Weekend combined with all the other NFL action, right? So, hey... We're, we're, we're embarking on year one of embarking wildcard weekend wow. mixed with all the football. I think it's going to slowly get the reputation as one of the better weekends of sports throughout the year. Something to be excited about.
1: And we'll break down all the NFL games starting mañana. Plus, the things you need to watch our weekend hobnobbing. We'll do that tomorrow as well. But right now, like Rich said, it is National Coaches Day. First off, who makes this stuff up? I don't know. I
2: dig it though. Yeah, I, I don't get it's it. It's a great way to appreciate your coach. It's actually uh, also National Noodle Day, but I don't want to yeah. talk about your noodle. What does that even mean, National Noodle Day? I'm up for interpretation. Pool noodle, ramen noodles. It's fine. Any idea? Lo mein.
4: Like those uh, stale bricks of uh, top ramen that we used yeah. to make as
1: kids. S- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sen- they were send nudes. N o o d s. Send nudes. Mean, make as kids, Danny. <laughs> That's what I make for my daughter. You're not looking at Chef Boyar, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all I got is ramen. What do you? I, I don't know how to cook anything. Twenty five cents. So yeah, add I water. St- I still use them all the yeah. time.
4: Dad of the year, everybody. And that's when me. my mom was balling, she'd crack an egg into it. Ooh, oh, no. fancy ramen. Ooh. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta look into. You gotta teach like a,
2: me to rest. That's like a soupier, that's like a pho. thicker. Yeah, pho. it was an early pho. Yeah, see? I Careful,
4: Ramos, you don't have to dump that.
1: <laughs> now, hold on, so it's National Noodle Day. What else? There's always like uh, five things.
4: Oh. oh, it's Inbox Zero Day, which I'll never celebrate, because my inbox is currently in 106,000 emails. I
2: can't That's understand. That's yeah. <laughs> I can't understand the people that don't clear their things. Like was I I the, if, if if the most? Your, if I look at your phone right now, is there a number, or is it cleared? Like it's text, clear. Yeah, to me, my text messages can't be like, my wife's phone right, will be ready? like, text messages, we'll 29. Right will
1: uh, On three, flip over your phone, see who has more Email messages. Yeah. Ready? One, two,
2: three. I have, I have zero.
1: I got 38,232 100,
2: 106,820 <laughs> 100, 106,820. All of them are from <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Overstock.com. Uh, yep. Pottery Barn. <laughs> <Yep>. every, <laughs> every game you've ever went to. I went to one Washington Nationals game. I get an email from the Washington Nationals every week. Day, I'm like, yo, leave me alone.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. what is, what is it called though? This actual day? No, Just what? Inbox Zero Day. Inbox wow. Zero Day. Mm-hmm. That's so.
4: Random. I have 182 drafts. That seems like a lot. <laughs> Man,
1: my, 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 that like, my that mild, means there's 182 uh, people still waiting for your response. <laughs> no, <it's> 182 <laughs> people he was going to tell off, <laughs> but changed his mind about it. You know, where's that email from hey, Danny It's, at?
4: it's yeah. therapeutic.
1: And by the way, I want I want Fox it, don't Sports... don't send it. Dear yeah. Scott. I want the Fox Sports Radio Nation to know that I am not... Exaggerating. My inbox says thirty-eight thousand
5: two hundred thirty-two unread messages. Is that because you just you see them but you just don't open them? Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. No. You know,
2: Ramos, the the mild OCD in me will. You got to we'll, open like, them in, yeah. the mor- in the morning. I'll be like, oh, if it's like 68 messages, even if they're junk, I'll be like, delete, delete, but delete, delete. Yeah, delete. But then delete, when you delete. get
4: audited, you're going to be screwed. Not to mention, <laughs> when we, he receives actual important emails, he also deletes <laughs> yes, those. Yes, Like all our recent paperwork when we started here, I'm like, oh, did you get that email? He's like, I didn't get it. <laughs> and then I went and checked in his trash, I, and there's like broccoli. 10 emails. I, I mean, that is true. From
2: iHeartRadio. I was like, I guess they never sent me the emails for uh, work day. And Spots like, check your trash. <laughs> uh, but right now, look, I just opened it. This is the garbage. Dreams Resort. If you ever stayed at any resort, boom. Emails forever. (laughs) Ah, Dreams Resort. My iHeart Sports daily wager. Uh, Pro Flowers. Betting websites. Peacock. Netflix. Zillow, Dodgers.com. You go to one Dodgers game, you get it forever. <laughs> Home Depot, ADT Security, Lucky Jeans. Jeez, leave me alone, everybody. ADT You're right. ADT Security. I, yeah. get, I get Lucky Brand all the time. You're so right about that. Yeah, because you probably put your email for one receipt or something, and yeah. they're like, nah, we you got, got you. You <laughs> got 10% off But 10, don't worry, you know, like, Camino, 15 years ago. The peak, fall styles, uh, the peak fall styles are up to 40%. Off. Oh, man.
4: You know, the online ordering, the company's tricks nowadays are, Okay, if you want 20% off, give us your email. So then you put your email in and they're like, to complete this discount, we have to text you also. And so
2: that's how they get everyone's into everybody's devices. Or you put your email in and in very small font, it's like unclick here if you don't want to be part of the mailer and and you don't unclick it. So you're in.
1: You know what it is? We're all just too lazy to unsubscribe to all these junk mail (laughs) harassments. That's really what it is. It is true. (laughs) Truth. 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 We'd rather delete them or just leave them there (laughs) and and get angry about it instead of unsubscribing. (gasps) That's my method. Uh, What else is it today, Spot? Oh, I hope your daughter doesn't get a hold of this one. It's National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dadzel. No. Yeah. Exactly. Dadzel. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. You mean my uh, my my broke best friend, Melody, having a daughter. <laughs> right? Having a daughter. It's like the meme. Having a yeah. daughter is like having a a, a broke little friend. <laughs> yeah, a broke roommate. Roommate, a yeah. Broke roommate. Yeah. Who never brocolator. pays rent. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, no thanks. Uh, let's see, National Badger Day. <laughs> and touches all your food. Ooh, Nash. National Badger well, Honey Badger Day. What does that even mean, National uh, Badger Day? It's, you're celebrating badgers. Is that why you've been badgering me uh, all day?
4: Do you know anybody named Isabella? Oh, my niece is named Isabella. It's National Isabella Day. All right, well, let's stick to, let's just take the National Coaches Day. <laughs> or National Plus Size Appreciation Day. It's every day for Thanks me. for bringing it
1: back to sports, Rich.
2: Oh, yes. Well. National Coaches Day. Shout out.
1: To all the coaches, all the coaches out there making an impact, making a difference, all the professional coaches along the way that we've rooted on, you know, we're gonna think about the worst coaches. Like, how were those decisions ever made? We're gonna have you look back on a Throwback Thursday. But you know, there's a few things that I think about when I think of National Coaches Day. Like I already mentioned, Craig T. Nelson. Shout out to him. Great show. How about players? How about players managers? Remember that? Like, do you remember having baseball cards of like? Pete Rose, when he was a player manager, to be honest, he's the only one I could think of. So when you say Yogi Berra did it, I remember having like my uncle's. How old are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I would find Yogi my
1: Yogi Berra. I would find my uncle's old collection. Uh, am I wrong right? by now- saying
2: in, in our lifetime, if you're like 40 ish or younger, the only coach player coach was Pete Rose? I think that's about right. I know Frank Robinson did it for a little bit with yeah. the Cleveland, but, but that the was in the 70s. The yeah. thought of
1: that now is still insane, right? Yeah. It's absurd. Didn't like the Giambino sort of lean there a little bit? Giambino was trying to do it? Yeah, kind of, because he was so like such an old veteran. I feel like there was he was like a partial coach, but came off the bench a little bit. I don't know. I but think you're making that I feel up.
4: like you guys are ignoring LeBron James right now. <laughs>
1: you yeah. know what? He he's a coach and he's player. like a GM player. But on National Coaches Day, I do have a question for you. Is this true? What do you think about it? Gone are the days of the Old guy with a cigar coaching a little league team where he has no kids, no real affiliation to the team, but he's just been doing it for the year for years and he's a fixture. I love that you said
2: gone of the days, yeah, because I think
1: gone of the days. Would that be an accurate statement or an inaccurate statement? And here's why I wonder about it because growing up again, Union Little League, I feel like it gave me a lot of confidence growing up. I loved Little League, I'm from New Jersey. 27 Little League home runs. There was always these old coaches that, uh, you know, they they had a lot to offer, but really they were probably just getting out of the house, getting away from their wives, you know, smoking cigars, recruiting players, and, and that's like competing with their buddies, like to who, who had the better team. Now, if you're – because here's how I look at it. I don't have a son or a kid in Little League. Would it be odd if I wanted to coach Little League? Would people look at me like, who's this guy – and why is he coaching? I
2: feel like I have it's a lot sad, to The sad reality is in 2022, everyone is like, they assume creepo first. And that's the sad part. You do it. On a throwback Thursday. You do it with your kid's friends. You're like, I got to meet the parents and sort of screen them before my daughter hangs out with anyone. And I get it. But, but did my parents do that? Your parents were like, yeah, Go play. It was such a different time. We live in a world where we assume everyone's a creepo until proven not creepo. Well, explain this. Why would there be a guy coaching that Little League team? Why would there be a guy doing that in 1988 when you played Little League? Because he has the love of the game, and he's bored, and he's an old guy. For me, it was a guy named Mr. Oliver. Everyone loved him. Replace your cigar. This guy had a pipe. He had a pipe, (laughs) and I remember the smell. smoke in a a 10-year-old's face. I remember the smell. He had the pipe. How you doing, Richie? And he had like a like a gray afro under his hat and he was a great coach fundamentally probably taught the kids more than anyone's but dad I feel like that
1: guy doesn't exist anymore really
2: and when it, when it came time reasons. when it came time for like summer when you had the all-star team he coached the all-star team mr oliver was the guy and i'm sure everyone in their town had a mr oliver i had but now, several mr Olivers. now i feel like it's a bunch of dads that regret doing it because all the other annoying parents yell at him well if you're shouting out guys you know the very
1: famous Mr. Montini from my hometown, and oh, Montini. Mr. Sam Simone, and yeah, these old dudes who lived for it, and they were great coaches, like Rich said, and no one blinked twice. Isn't at he from old, Cheers? What was their What was their story? No one cared, and now here I am, rocking like a hurricane. No, I knew it, and I'm thinking, well, I'd love to coach Little League, but everyone's gonna think like, what's his deal? He has no kids on the team. <laughs> That's how I feel about it today. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Danny G, do those guys still exist? I saw you shaking your head too, Ramos. Are those guys still
5: around? (laughs) I'll let Ramos speak on it first. Well, I coached Little League this year because my son is 10. And so I coached. I was a head coach of that and the All-Star team. Um, But I don't think there's any. We're always looking for coaches. That's one of the emails we get all the time from the head of the Little League is, and we just see we don't have enough coaches for this well, cuz it's thankless too. Yeah, it's a volunteer. Yeah. So I uh, think and, and
2: especially nowadays where
5: where you see parents just like my
2: little Gregors isn't getting
5: playing time and they're like worse than ever it seems the parents. I they I think a really good thing to do is I had a really open communication with the parents on a constant basis to kind of I kind of kept them at bay a lot. How do you, is, how do you subtly say if your kid's not great where he's not going
2: to get the playing time. You put well, him in you put him in a uh, left field. Yeah. So, Little Rightfield League is different them. because yeah.
5: right field. everybody has to play at least two innings, right? So, the, everyone's going to play. So, I never had a trouble with parents saying, why isn't my son Joe playing? Because he would play at least two innings There's no in every Joe's game. in today's <laughs> world.
1: It's Gregor's
5: <laughs> and Caleb's. Right, Joe's too simple, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all funny I, by the way, you know, I think if you coached, I think that would be wonderful. Well,
1: uh, that's if the If you have the
5: time. If, if you have the had time. If I the
1: time and if I did, I feel like a guy like me, would have a lot to offer. I'm a good dude. I want to encourage a little kid. Give him some confidence. You're the man, little guy. Yeah. see that swing. Oh, man, yeah. that's great. Let's go. Fire him up a little bit. Get him excited about yeah. the game. And then instead, you see these nerdy parents. Not you, Ramos. You're a cool parent. <laughs> not <laughs> me, right?
5: Yeah. You see these nerdy
1: parents. That's not what you said
2: five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like, that's weird. All
1: right, all right, Gregors, Keep your elbow up. All right, all right. And, you know, I feel like they're not really giving the kids what they need.
2: So... You know, I just feel like gone are those days. Yeah. That's possible. By the way, uh, coaching Little League, like, instead of doing something with your daughter, would be how like Johnny Lawrence helps not his son in karate. He helps uh Miguel. He helps Miguel. Yeah, yeah. And he gets him yeah. all firing up about karate. To, now, you,
4: to your point, Covino, though, yeah. and, and I uh, wish it wasn't like this, because I've even had the pleasure to coach uh flag football which is a lot of fun. Like you got the the flag football leagues here in California mm-hmm. and I'm sure across the country, but you're right. Parents look at you like, well, where's your son? Where's your daughter? And if you don't have a kid playing, you can't just love sports. Can't just love coaching. Nowadays, it mm-hmm. seems like, you it, know, it's, it's a problem though. I, I guess it's a couple of creepos that ruined
1: it for everybody. Ruined it. Always the story. Ruined it. Like Ramos. I'm sure you're having a great time coaching your son. Yeah, I have a wonderful time. When he's done, you're probably done.
5: But it'd be nice if you kept on coaching. Yes, that's a good point. I'll have to talk to my wife about that.
1: Right? No, because people are going to be like, what's okay, his Giselle. deal? What's his deal? <laughs> so, who's, who's his kid? Oh, his kids are Giselle. grown. <laughs> now, on National Coaches Day, we will salute you know all the coaches that made impact in our life. Those old guys that were there for the love mm-hmm. of it or just to get out of the house. Either way, we had fun learning from them while they smoked cigars and blew Pipes. smoke in our face. Yeah, exactly. But... You, Fox Sports Nation, if you have any thoughts on it, give us a call at 877
2: on Fox. And then some of the worst coaches yeah, who, that you remember think about seeing. This. I want you to think about who is the worst coach or manager your favorite team ever had. Who is the worst person in charge of your franchise? Call them out. We'll get to that. Call them out. And uh, if you want to share any old school coaching stories, why not? Plus, we'll get to Tom Brady and Giselle. There's more juice there. And why tonight is a must win for Russell Wilson. We'll get to all that next. Kavino Rich, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roadside, hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live.
2: tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all their current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tire slash sports
1: tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be
2: all right kavino on, rich fox sports radio live from the tire studio put me in coach who's this john Fogerty? Look at that. Very good, Rich. Ramos, Danny G, Spot, Cavino and Rich, and you guys, we're going to go straight to your phone calls. It's National Coaches Day. Uh, off the Aristel and Kavino, there's a whole world of coaches that d- don't even apply to kids or professional sports. I was talking about adult coaches, where you play rec sports as an adult. There's a guy that doesn't play. But he just wants to get out of the house so he'll coach. Like on my softball team, there's a dude, Brett, that I, I've known for years now. Yeah,
1: Brett hates his wife. That's, he, that's what's going on.
2: He hurt his knee, so can't really play anymore. Probably in his 50s, close to 60. Crazy. And doesn't nah, play he, anymore. He so you know what, what he does? He comes yeah. out, m- keeps the book, tells people what to do. And,
5: uh, I was going to say, he doesn't put together the lineup. You does, guys. Yeah. Okay. He, he does puts that. together he the lineup. Does, yeah, positions
2: people. And he just sits there with his cigar, keeping the book, and. Yeah, there's a lot of those, even in, like, rec sports.
1: Being a coach, it's thankless. It's important. We've all had our good coaches, our bad coaches It's really funny. in our own lives. And we're going to go over, you know, the worst coaches of all time in just minutes. But I just thought of the biggest sham. Is this a sham or am I just ignorant? It could be that. Ooh, I don't gonna know. Go,
2: I'm going to go with that without even knowing.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the most overused job description if you watch reality TV. It's like, I'm a life coach. It's like, life coach. Ooh. Do you have a whistle? How does that work? Do you buy into it? I'm sure there are reputable life
2: coaches, but what's with the explosion? Coach, great TV show. Coach, bad WWF wrestling manager. Remember Mr. Perfect had a manager coach for a minute and blew a whistle (laughs) on a throwback Thursday? I do. Uh, Matt hit us up in Minnesota on Twitter, and he said, guys, the key, sign up, like Ramos said, to be an assisting coach. That way, you don't have to deal with the garbage from the parents. You don't have to deal with the drama, but you can make sure the kids are learning the right way if you know how to play ball and have impact on the kids. That's great. That's, that's really. I the think that's a good cool part about it. Right. Yeah. Um, coaching. The worst coach of your team. Let's start with Corey in Seattle. What's up, Corey?
5: How you guys doing? I don't really have any bad coaching stories myself. I mean, I had pretty good coaches, um, but I, I definitely know the worst coach in history, and this is just obvious. And I know
2: that you guys know him, too. His name is Urban Meyer. Yo, yo. Urban Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer last year, what a disgrace for him, right? Was there anything particular that you hated about
1: him? Did you hate his face, too? Because sometimes, Danny J, you were saying sometimes you just hate his face or, or how
4: he deals with people. Sometimes the mannerisms of the coach or manager just gets on your nerves and the way they talk to the media afterwards, you just don't ever connect with them as a
1: fan.
2: Yeah, I don't like his answers. There's coaches uh, and managers that aren't even on your team, but you appreciate their vibe. Like Eric Spolstra to me, that guy's a coach. I look at him and I'm like, man, I feel like I would love to play for him if I was an NBA player. Then there's other guys you look at, you're right, and you hate their face. Yeah, I just don't like their face. I don't know if I could play for that guy. I'm I'm thinking of the 49ers. Being a Niners guy, we've come from a, a long line of really great head coaches. Bill Walsh, George Seifert, Steve Mariucci. I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach now, but in between those years, you had like... Chip Kelly, Mike Tomsula, like some garbage coaches. Well, it's a throwback Thursday. Let it out. Let me ask you. Who comes to mind? 877-99 on Fox. You're a big Yankees guy. I am. I mean, growing up as a kid in the 80s, wasn't it like uh, Lou Piniella and the late great uh, Billy Martin back and forth for a minute? Oh, yeah. They... We're back and forth often. Buck and Showalter, I've been very spoiled as a Yankee fan. Torrey was there forever. Who's, who's, the oh, garbi- who's the garbage Yankees fan? Uh, Yankees be, manager.
1: See, here's that that's the sad part of the story, though, right? Because this guy has a pretty no stellar worry. career. Sometimes coaches are just dealt with crappy teams. Well, Joe Torrey was a bad coach
2: for the Mets. And there's only He's so a bad much manager. they could
1: do, right? So what comes to mind for me as a fan... And as a kid growing up in the 80s, 90s, like Stump the Stump Merrill days. Stump Merrill. Yeah. Like First of all, you don't like his name, right? You don't like his face. You don't like his physique in these you know uniforms. It's always interesting that baseball players, that <laughs> baseball coaches have to wear these tight uniforms. Trust me. I mean, I, I, right? I went,
2: I'm a Mets fan. I went through the da- Dallas Green fitting into a uniform. And he always wore it like he, he wore the <laughs> elastic like a, above his belly not like below
1: his belly. So that's always a weird look. And that bothered me too. But like, yeah, the stump Merrill days. Meanwhile, he has like a stellar resume. Like he's part of of the Yankees organization forever, but he had like, he was 49 and 64 and 90 and 71 and 91 and 91. Yeah. But those were the, the crappy days of the Yankees. And you
2: unfortunately blame him for that. Uh, Tim in South Dakota on national coaches day. Who's the worst coach or manager of one of your favorite teams? Hey, gentlemen, thanks
4: for taking my call. Yeah, um, I kind of have just a uh, history, just like you said, with the uh, 49ers. I'm a diehard Husker fan. We had uh, Tom Osborne for a long time. It was fantastic. And we go from him to Frank Solich. Didn't quite cut it. Then we went to Bill Callahan, who brought the West Coast offense yep. to the Nebraska Cornhuskers power rushing um, and just took a nose dive. Yeah. Get Bo Peeney, do great. Then we fire him and go to Mike Riley and Scott Frost. So that's it, gentlemen. It's quite the tree.
2: Yo, I'm looking at some of the teams that I know will come up because Danny G's a big Raiders guy. I remember the Raiders fan base totally having two different opinions on Art Shell. Art Shell first time around was like, man, Art Shell! Second time around was one season and he was 2-14. and 14. Yeah.
4: And you know why he was so polarizing? Because he was stoic when he would stand there. Mm-hmm. You didn't see emotion. You you didn't feel it. And when the fans are way more
1: hyped than the coaches. Anytime a fan is more hyped than the coaches or the players, yeah. something's
2: off. Wow. wow. I can see that. Uh, Danny G, I forget 2012 to 2014, the 8-28 and 28 record of Dennis Allen. Oh, I wrote him down. He's right here on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Punchable face. And the wow.
4: way he talked to the the media afterwards, he talked in half truths and half sentences. I just did not like. him. Maybe he's a good coordinator, but we have so many examples in front of us of guys that are really good coordinators and can't cut it as head coaches. And he epitomizes that. Uh, also, um, Ramos and I agreed on a Lakers and a Dodgers. Oh, let's hear Del Harris for the oh, Lakers. Yeah, okay. did he, that's oh, right punchable now. face. Oh, yeah. And then here's one for the Dodgers: Jim Tracy. We all wanted to oh, yeah. run onto the field and punch him.
2: <laughs> wow. How long have you guys have have had Dave Roberts now? Has it been five years longer? Oh longer. Longer than that. Yeah, right. I mean it's it's a minute. Rich makes a point. We agree. When Rich and I agree, it's fact. <laughs> it's but true. there was a moment when Dave
1: Roberts was announced the coach of the Dodgers. Medical. And I'm like, wait a second. That's the same Dave Roberts that was stealing bases for the Red Sox? How did he get so old so
2: fast? He aged. <laughs> right? He aged very quickly. Did it seem that in way? In a weird way, like not that he looks bad. It just he went from like, st- like quick, you know, quick player on the Red Sox to like older looking, you know, manager of the Dodgers, like that. It, it did seem that drop. way. Seem that. And, way. And let me make one more dumb observation before we take the rest of your phone calls and feedback. When you're a kid. And your parents would be like, you know, that that coach or that manager used to play. You'd be like, no way. <laughs> it, was, it blew your mind. Yeah. Like, I remember when Davey Johnson was the Mets manager and they would be like, you know Richie? He used to be a player on the Orioles, and I'm like, wait, yeah. he was a player. Same with Bud Harrelson. Your I'm like, mom no or way. dad? Was, your mom? Would be like, I remember when he played. And you're thinking, that wait, he, you know, Sparky as a kid. Anderson was a player. You're like, wait a second, this guy looks like old man Winter. Joe Torre? He by was way, young one time. Joe Torre, who you uh, saw highlighted in facing Nolan, hit a home run off of Nolan Ryan in his debut game. In his debut game. Yeah. Uh, man, Joe Torre was a player, and now as was, you get as you get older, and you're like. Damn, every
5: coach is a player. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that did the coming of age, I boggle think. you. I as believe a kid. Joe Torre won, was a National League MVP. Yeah, nineteen seventy three. He mean. was, and, wow. and he hit uh, a home run off of Nolan Ryan
1: in his debut with the Mets. And we're, we're going to talk yeah. facing Nolan in a little bit. But uh, your phone calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is Covino and Rich. Steve Covino, Rich Davis. Who we got? Uh, Mitch in
2: Jersey. What's up, Mitch? What's up, Mitch? Hey,
5: how's it going? What's um, up, man? Thanks for taking look for. You know, thing with Casey Stengel, you know, he, he looked really old. Um, you took Don Malley
4: for me. I was just going to that, just a nudge between the ribs there. Well, how about Doc
5: Rivers? Uh, uh, he couldn't get the Clippers over the hump.
1: Yeah, he, he Doc, Doc Rivers.
2: <laughs> and
5: I, I just hated his
2: voice. I, I mean, I like his voice because you can do a good impression of him. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> Thank you, Mitch.
1: Uh, got you know, guys, to get, uh, one one game at a time, uh, one game at a time. Day by day, that's how we do it. <laughs>
2: Really- pretty pretty good doc. I haven't heard it. That was just you know fresh off the brain. I'd have to hear him. All right, let's uh, let's say what's up to Keith in Texas. Then we'll do an update. Uh, what's up, Keith?
1: Hey, are you from the Bay Area?
2: Uh, I am not. Are but you I'm, from but San I'm, Jose? But, no, but I'm a Niners guy. Who 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 are you thinking of? Oh, it would have been Dennis Erickson, bro. Yo, the Dennis Erickson. Oh, he was Oliver. Oh, yo, Dennis Erickson <laughs> was agree? so bad. Dennis Erickson. I was looking at the stats. Like I think his tenure might have been the lowest winning percentage. For the, for the 49ers. Yeah, now Rich is
1: from Long Island. We're from the East Coast out here in Los Angeles, but Rich grew oh, up yeah. a 49ers Dennis, fan.
2: Dennis Erickson, 9-23, and 23, two seasons, and yeah, 281 winning percentage. And a very punchable face. And yeah. a very punchable face. All right, yo, let's go to Brian Finley for an update. What's up, Brian? What up, Brian? Going on, Richard Cavino. Good to hear you on the weekdays What's now, up, man. man. Oh, yeah, you
1: is, know this, it. Is, this is a lot of fun. So let's start with some news out of the NBA first. And Warriors president of basketball operations and general manager Bob Myers, who does not have a punchable face. <laughs> he determined today at a press conference that Draymond Green will not miss games as penalty for punching teammate Jordan Poole signed off the practice squad, Cameron Dicker. With that, let's get it back to Rich and Cavino Let's not forget about that 1-15 in 15 San Diego Chargers team, Mike Riley, the coach. There was so much punting that season, guys, that Darren Bennett, the punter, got to the Pro Bowl. That would be, from my home squad, <laughs> the worst coach in a season in 2001.
2: Thank you. And 15. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Fenley. No bueno. No. We're Cabino
1: and Rich, Am live I, uh,
2: from the TireRack.com studios. I'm trying to think. When, when was Philip Lindsay... On the Broncos, he played the first few years of his career on the Broncos, and now he's activated to play the Broncos, so maybe a little, I mean, what do I know? Maybe a little revenge tonight? Maybe a little extra oomph against his old team? So we'll see. Um, well, you know the
1: difference between try and triumph, right? A little oomph. A little lump. A little lump. Wow. Now check we, are this you going to use that when you coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying hey, to get people hey, fired up. Hey,
2: Covino here. Uh... Who's your kid? Nobody. Shut up. Uh, He must be a creep. (laughs) Mom, I don't like him.
1: Now, stick around because we're going to tell you why tonight is a must win. I don't know if it's a must watch, but a must win for the Broncos and Rich is going to spill the tea, as they say. Oh, yeah. boy. We don't spill beans here. I'm against that. Yeah, Kavino's so it's to
2: waste the beans. Yeah, as a slightly yeah.
1: Vato Mexican here, <laughs> we don't spill beans. Uh, no. Rich is going to spill the tea waste. on Tom Brady.
2: but well, There's updates on him and Giselle. Yes, we'll yes, get yes. to that. And, of course, all your phone calls, people are loving the whole worst coach your team has ever had. We'll get to all that next right here from the Tyrac.com studios. Kavino and Rich. Tire ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerackcom sports.
1: Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now, I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen
2: to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Kavin on Rich, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Live from the Tyrak.com studios. Rock
1: on!
2: Woo! Little
1: TBT throwing it back on a Thursday to your old stinky uncle's rock music, which I love and rock out to, but so does your old stinky uncle. And if you're wondering, my old stinky uncle, it's not my old stinky uncle's rock. Then you're the old stinky uncle.
2: (laughs) It's true. CNR on FSR. All right. Let's, uh, let's throw it to your phone calls in just a second. We're talking about being national coaches day. The importance of a good coach, not only for your professional sports team, think of the great Little League coaches or Pop Warner football or high school or college coaches you had. A coach can make all the difference.
1: Yeah, can I shout out uh, Mr. Buttermaker and Coach Lou Brown? Tire world. I'm sorry, tire rack. Come on, you got, you got to go with the classic. <laughs> Give them the heater. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give them the heater. Come on. Well, what
2: about uh, the fonts? Oh,
1: yeah, the fonts. He was a great coach in Waterboy until they stole his playbook. That is true. All
2: right, um, Emmett in Olympia. What's up, buddy?
5: What's up, guys? Uh, I have to, you know, kind of put – I'm not, you know, a Jaguars fan, but, you know, I don't think there's any of them listening. So, (laughs) last year, uh, Urban Meyer, I think that was probably one of the biggest disasters in NFL coaching history. Dude, he kicked the kicker. Didn't he kick the kicker? Wasn't that (laughs) like the
2: the final straw? Yeah.
5: Yeah. And then, you know, we have to, you know, since it's coach day, I feel like it's appropriate. I have to do it. My Mike McDaniel impression, I teased on Twitter. Uh, so here we go. You know, to, uh, I don't know, uh, it's too early to give a timeline on how long he's missing, but what I do know is, uh, he's not going to be playing for the Jets uh, during the Jets game on Sunday, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be hey, a Emmett, quarterback. I, f- I
2: feel like that's just you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, JR in Kentucky. Oh, uh, we Emmett.
4: love you, Emmett.
1: By love the way, you, yeah, on a side note, did you see Bill Belichick this past weekend? That clip that went sort of viral. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball to the sideline and he kicks it like midair. Did you see that? No. He did like a crane
2: kick. A karate cobra Are you Tell me, yeah, mid air. Are you telling me? Like, ah, who's he, out who's out been training Bill Belichick? <laughs> Wait, Johnny hold on. Silver? I, did, did I, I sorry, dream Terry this? Silver?
1: Did I dream this or did this happen? Because I saw it. I think it was part of your weird no, dream. here's here's my dream. Aaron Rodgers. Bill Belichick doing a karate it to the side kick and mid in mid air. Bill Belichick. Ah. and he kicks the ball mid air. You didn't see that? It went far. I said, th- hey. We have different um, algorithms. I'm gonna look at show mine. Show me, show me your algorithm, algorithm, and I'll tell you who you are. <laughs> my yeah, yeah. Uh, I found
4: it three I, days ago. What he Belichick like, uh, kicks football gone viral
1: midair. Oh. He was like, uh, my algorithm, uh, my
4: algorithm like is a, New York like Mets, uh,
1: <laughs> dude. It was, the, he was like perfectly timed. I was just impressed oh, that he could no. move his legs that quick. Oh, uh, the Giants.
2: Let's <laughs> go to Jr. in Kentucky. Hey Jr.
4: Hey, how are you guys?
2: Hey, man, what's up?
4: Um, So, this may be weird, but probably one of my favorite coaches is also one that I dislike the most now. And I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. And Marvin Lewis, during his final few years, had just felt like he completely gave up. I'm pretty sure in a press conference, he even made the statement that it's not his job to motivate the players.
1: uh, (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, it is. I
4: I love Marvin Lewis for all those years. And then, like I said, towards those final four years, he just, it felt like he went completely downhill.
2: You know, sometimes you hate a coach because they're really good and you face them, right? Like when the when the Seattle Seahawks were giving the 49ers hell and Pete Carroll just always had a smile mm-hmm. on his face, chewing his gum. I'm like, I hate his face. But now I'm like, now I can look at him and say, he's just a great coach, Pete Carroll.
1: Well, he is. But there's also coaches who are average coaches that benefit from great teams. And then there's coaches. Oh, what about this? Who are good coaches and they have bad teams you know so it does matter i I was but their their job regardless is
2: to motivate the team i I was thinking more along the lines of uh not not necessarily the good coaches with bad players or the bad players with good coaches there there are coaches that somehow like danny g was saying there's coaches that are in over their head immediately you can tell they're a defensive defensive guy or offensive guy and they shouldn't even be a head coach, and you can tell that very quickly. And then there's guys that get a bad reputation at the bat, like Hackett for the Broncos. This guy's already people are already like worst coach in the NFL. Yeah, who's the best coach
1: ever? Since it's National Coaches Day, putting you on a spot. Is it Phil Jackson? Is it Pat Riley? Like who comes to mind as like the best coach ever?
4: John Madden.
1: Oh, boom. And and when I say boom boom, is that the number one answer? Tough acting to acting. Boom. <laughs>
2: That's a good question. <laughs> Might be. He's my favorite favorite coaching commercials for sure. Uh, Cincinnati. Let's go. Uh, let's say hello to Barry. Hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. Barry. Barry.
4: Hey, Barry. Diehard Cincinnati fan. Uh, Jr. Forgot about Mike Shula and Dick LeBeau. Worst coaches for Cincinnati. And then we followed uh, Pittsburgh and gave Hugh Jackson to
2: Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah, Hugh Jackson, that did not work out well. Uh, Wes in Fresno. Wes, you're on. Kavino and Rich.
3: Hey, guys. uh want to say I
4: love you guys. I listen to you guys all the time because I have no life. All I do is work, be dad, and listen to Fox Sports. The worst means a lot. coach, uh, for me at least, um, Jeff Fisher, man. I'm a Rams fan, and dude, that was disappointing. I know Sam Bradford and Jake Long didn't work out right up front, but the last three years, it was miserable. and He had the, he had the first three years of Todd Gurley's career and only
0: showed out one.
1: Yeah, it stands out, too, because new coach, new system. Jeff There's Fisher. There's like a
2: new energy about the team. You're all excited, and then, ugh. I always thought Jeff Fisher had one of the more awkward coaching moments. Do you, did you ever see, like, was it on Hard Knocks where he, you get to see him announce yeah. to his team, like, hey, everyone, and the coach is like, yeah, hey, what's up, coach? And he's like, I'm not your coach. I just got fired. <laughs> like, was like, Have you guys seen this clip? Like, I mean, It's a couple years old, but I guess it was during a Hard Knocks year when the Rams let I've him go. i seen that
1: one, but did you see the one? Where Bill Belichick karate kicks a football midair <laughs>
4: <topic>. <laughs> That's the one you need to see. I'm telling uh, you. Man. And <laughs> Rich, I thought you were talking about Fisher's great moment where he said,
2: we're not going 8-8. Eight eight. We're not. We're not. I, I, I love that one. But that is, it's so awkward because it's real. You watch this guy's life just sort of change in front of your eyes. He's like, yes. Uh, what's the matter, coach? I just got fired. It's a very weird clip. Look it up when you get a chance. But, hey, National Coaches Day, uh, we all remember the good ones. We remember the bad ones. If you're a coach for your kids' team, God bless you because it's thankless. No one <laughs> thanks you. I have they one just more complain. Stu- I have one more stupid story if we have time later. All right, but we are going to get to Kavino's dumb story and Tom Brady and Giselle. Um, what's the latest there? How does it affect Brady? We'll get to that next. Kavino and Rich right here on Fox Sports Radio.